Oh, do you wake up to your amazing life? You wake up all excited about what you get to do? Let's talk about it. Hey, what's up? What's up? Hey, isn't it crazy how you attach the the terminology, the word amazing to anything, and all of a sudden, that's what it becomes, right? All of a sudden, it's like, oh, yeah, that's amazing. Oh, I love your house. It's it's amazing. Oh, my goodness. Oh, love that car. It's amazing, right? Making everything a, a celebration. Oh, this is, oh, this is good. Oh, this is better than anything, right? We do it with almost every thing in our life it's like we validate we we elevate these normal functions to the point that they become amazing why why do you suppose we do that why do you suppose we sit around and we like look at a normal thing like a yard right and we're like oh man that your yard is amazing are we really living these amazing lives let's go look on let's go look on social media real quick let's take a look see if we can break some stuff down here for you because according to the model the image we're painting for ourselves yeah hell we're living it great we're doing good you know i think we probably should stop believing our own lies i mean really it's the truth it's saturday morning what cool shit do you got what cool stuff do you have going on in your life right now what what cool things are you facing today you got some great amazing stuff you're gonna do uh chances you're probably not and if you are it's one weekend out of a ton of weekends you're not you're not all freaking fired up you're not like oh man i can't wait what are you doing today oh i get a i gotta clean the basement what oh yeah cool as hell why do we do it right why do we take these normal average endeavors these normal average achievements and we wrap them up in this bubble wrap that makes us believe that convince ourselves that all of a sudden we are just rocking our world right there we are we don't have the money to do most of the things we need to do much less most of the things we dream of doing in fact think about it i mean you got some dreams cooking in your head you got some stuff going on in your head like oh yeah in a month, I'm going to be here. In a month, I'm going to be there. Oh, yeah, my life is friggin' amazing. Let's decipher the truth about all this bullcrap we keep feeding ourselves when it comes to living our amazing lives. Did I sound a little assed up? I am. I'm feeling a little bit edgy today i'm thinking to myself i'll look around and of course i got on social media this morning just to kind of get an idea what's going on in the world and i found out we're still lying to ourselves i mean come on face it what cool thing are you going to do today i'll give you a minute think about it you're going to do the same thing pretty much that you did last weekend and this is not even the issue and of course the reason that it's okay and the reason that i'm a crazy one is because you are right where you're supposed to be You've accepted everything about your life and you're saying, well, yeah, I'm good here. This ain't bad. Yeah, it'd be cool to have more money, to not be in debt, to not have to work my ass off. But, you know, as long as I accept where I'm at, it's it, it's not bad anymore. It actually gets good. I remember when I first started doing concrete, back when I was just getting into construction and Sandy and I had just gotten together, right? I, I get a job. One of my first jobs was working concrete. And what's funny about concrete is when I showed up on the job and I realized how much work it was, I'm like, wow, how does anybody muck concrete for eight hours a day? 
And what's funny about that is before I knew it, when I first started, I mean, like the first week and a half was kicking my butt, just like uh, nonstop, like wrestling an alligator, right? All day long, every day. I couldn't imagine that I would ever find a moment in my life where I'm like, you know, this ain't bad. And guess what? Three months later, I'm over there mucking concrete. Four hours goes by. You don't even realize you're hungry, you eat lunch, you take a quick nap, you hit it again in the afternoon, and you go till four o'clock, five o'clock in the evening, and all you're doing is pushing concrete around in forms for eight hours a day. And what was really interesting about it, when I look at it now, I'm thinking, you know what? And I didn't even mind it. There I am, I'm just doing that thing I'm doing, and, and my, my distaste for it in the beginning, my doubt, my apprehension about how it was going to go and how hard it was, it all just dissipated, and pretty soon, guess what? Eight hours a day for years, working concrete, doing concrete. Everybody knows concrete's hard work, and if you asked me or any of the guys I work with, it's like, well, you know, it's not bad. How does that happen? It certainly isn't because all of a sudden concrete work got so much easier, so much better, more inspiring. It's not because concrete work got amazing. It's because over time when I accepted that that's what I was going to do, guess what I did? I just, I made do. And all of a sudden, what you sucked in the beginning just became the norm. Yeah, this is, this is what we do. This is what we do. Why am I telling you this? Well, I'm telling this to you. I'm sharing this with you because... That's exactly what happens in our lives, right? Think about it. Think about it. There was a time when you had all the free time in the world. You worked and every penny you had was yours. Then you moved out of the house and you started acquiring debt. And now your, your obligation to work, your, your decision to work went from a choice to an obligation. I have to work. Why? Well, because I have an apartment. Oh, okay. And I, I have a truck payment. Oh, okay. And and I have to take the bull crap at work. I can't, I can't just tell my butthead boss, hey, screw you, I'm going to another place because, well, I have obligations now. And even though when you look back to where you were and how far you've come and how much freedom you no longer have, the story about our lives just gets better and better and better and better. And it isn't, I mean, when you really think about it, this isn't because our lives are actually getting better, because they're not. I mean, you're not rocking your world. What concert are you going to go to? What amazing thing are you going to accomplish in your life in the next six months? What, what have you been working so hard for? You're like, oh, you wake up in the morning, you're like, oh, man, I don't even know where to start. I get to, I get to do this, and then this, and then this, and then this. What? And yet we describe normal things like, oh, you oh, you got a new house. Oh, that's amazing. Here's a question. How can something that everyone you know is either working toward or has done, how does that become this pinnacle of amazing success where people go, oh, oh, my goodness, look what he accomplished. Oh, my goodness, look where he's at. Oh. What's amazing isn't the lives we live. What is amazing to me is the fact that we we can't see past it. Once we say, oh, yeah, I'm doing good. I'm living my dream. All of a sudden, everything stops. As soon as the money runs out and you don't have any more time and, and you're kind of running low on energy, all of a sudden, you just settle into that rhythm, just like a, like a train going down the tracks, that clicking on the tracks, just rolling down the tracks. 
and it's taking you to where? Oh, to the to the amazing ending. To the amazing ending. I mentioned a while back, and I keep mentioning it, the reason that we're not moving forward, the reason this conversation is so crazy is because you're happy. And the reason you're happy is because, well, you've adapted to it. It's not like you feel misery at the idea of going out and having to clean the garage. You don't feel any pain for the fact that you don't get to go snowboarding in the winter because you can't afford a ski pass or because you can't afford the fuel or because any of those things that you truly love to do. That's not really where your source of pain comes from. Where it, where you where you draw your energy from is the fact that you've been able to adapt to where you are. You are right where you're supposed to be. And it's comfortable. It's easy. Just like that concrete yeah, in the beginning it was tough, but hell, you've got your rhythm now. You're just rolling with your amazing life. Wow. Yeah, I am definitely the crazy one. You know, I say, hey, how's your life going? And everybody goes, why are you asking, dude? It's friggin' great. I'm like, well, yeah, but are you are you having fun? Well, hell yeah, I'm having fun. Look, I mean, look at my look. Who I'm married to, for God's sake. You you can't not enjoy the life. I mean, look at my look at my lawn, right? And we are so consumed by the intention or by where we're at, and it's not because we want to be. There's nothing wrong with us, except for we have this innate ability to adapt to the environment around us. That's why it's easy for someone. I mean, you look at a homeless dude. He was in Denver here a few weeks ago. You look at a homeless dude on the street, and you and to you, you can't imagine. Like, oh my God, how could he? Do? He's got his sleeping bag, and he stinks, and ah, oh, just so many things about that lifestyle that we just can't imagine. It sucks, right? And we think, well, God, why don't they just get a job? Why don't they just stop drinking? Why don't they? I mean. Because that's the epitome of being in the pit, as far as I'm concerned, being homeless and living under a bridge. If there was anything that would cause me to want to change my life, it would be that. But the question is, so why don't they, why doesn't a homeless dude say, wow, this sucks, and change it? It's because you have the ability, just like that homeless person, we have the ability to adapt. That homeless dude ain't over there going, man, my life sucks. He's going, hey, dude, you got some spare change? He got plans for his day. He's got plans. He got stuff going on in his life. He's going to get him a bottle of wine. He's going to get him a sandwich or go buy a high pizza hut and grab him a few slices, right? When we accept where we are, when we accept where we are, that's the first step to adapting to where we are. Once you once you're like, yeah, I sleep under a bridge and I smell like a goat, but that's okay. Once you accept that position in your life. You're no longer wanting out of it. You're just rolling with the punches. Now, not to offend you, and obviously I'm comparing you kind of in a way to a homeless person, but think about your life. Think about what you do on the average day. Is it truly amazing? Are you truly like waking up going, hell, yeah, hell, yeah, this is what I want to spend my time doing? Chances are you're not. Chances are there are a lot of things about your life where you're sitting there going, God, God, this is not how I had it planned, right? And and yet, you still get up at the same time you do every day, and you head out, and you do the same exact things you did yesterday if it's the work week. Weekend comes, if you have Saturdays or Sundays off or whatever your days off are, you're, you do things, and they may, may elevate your life. You may feel better about the struggle you, you face, but you're not waking up every day going, oh, crap, my life sucks. 
I never imagined I'd be 35 years old. I'd be $450,000 in debt with no idea how to get out of it. And yet if we're if we are honest with ourselves, if we step away from the narrative that we keep being told and we feed ourselves, right? Because who wants to admit on Facebook, hey, listen, hey, guys, actually, my life sucks. No, no, really, my life friggin' sucks. Oh, you'd, you'd get shamed off, of the, off the internet. You don't share crap like that on Facebook. Facebook is the happy place, right? That's that place where you celebrate all of our successes. And this is not by any means a judgment of your choices, I don't care what you do. I'm not, you own a lawn, own a house, do all of that, right? But what I'm pointing out is that I don't think our view of the life we live actually matches the celebration we keep throwing about it. Every time we turn around, we're celebrating some amazing thing that we've accomplished. Oh, oh, hip, hip, hooray for us. You know what that does? That reinforces the fact that we are going to stay exactly where we are as long as you're looking at your life and you continue to tell yourself oh yeah this is great and you don't pay attention to the facts that is you don't make a difference between what you believe and the truth right you're not going to wake up on monday morning doing amazing crap right it's not going to be this awesome thing where you got cheerleaders on both sides you're being celebrated for the amazing accomplishments you have or make in your life right you're just you're just grinding through it accepting that requires us to say yeah yeah i'm all right with mowing lawn but what would happen if you decided to change that what would happen if you got all excited about something that was actually amazing here's an idea for you let's go ahead and take a look at what we do versus amazing Maybe we can shed some light on our amazing lives. I don't know if you're picking this up, but I'm coming at you kind of with a don't give a shit, right? I just, what difference does it make to me? I'm, I understand what I'm talking about here. I'm doing a podcast. Why? Not because it's amazing to you, but because I'm digging the hell out of it. Hell of a lot better than mowing a lawn, raking a yard, right? And of course, the response back is, well, yeah, but I, I, I like mowing lawns. Again, compared to what? So let's just say you're you're where you want to be. You have accomplished that thing, right? You have you have the house and you have the American dream, and and I'm not judging that. That's that's on you, right? Okay. So what's next? What's next? Are you going to just continue on that? Where all right, we got this machine engaged. We are now in debt. I work forty hours a week, sixty hours a week for. 52 weeks a year for year after year after year yeah this is it we're this is where we're staying the other downside to viewing our life is amazing and accepting where we are and being all content and happy in our business with where we are is that doesn't generate any motivation for us to move beyond that i mean great all right all right you did it you did it you're just like your dad you're just like your parents you're just like everyone around you okay what now what now? Where are you going from here? How is this enhancing your life? Or where are you going from where? What other great, amazing things are you going to do in your life before you die? I mentioned the homeless dude and, and how miserable it must be to, be to live homeless. But you do realize as bad as it must be, apparently the level of suckage that you face in your life is not in itself a motivator for you to want a better life. I mean, the homeless dude, come on. 
He's over there sleeping under a bridge, and he can't find the energy within himself to say, you know, dude, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of thinking maybe I want to brush my teeth every day. You know, I'd be kind of cool to have a shower or not be you know, sleeping under a bridge. I mean, if a homeless dude can't look at his life and say, man, this sucks, I'm going to change something. If you can't get to that level, to that deep, dark hole where you're looking up and you, you that isn't enough incentive for you to change, or someone to change their life, why would you live in the life you do think that any of this is necessary? By that comparison, you're living a friggin' amazing life. You're you're rocking your world. You're not a homeless dude. You don't smell like a goat. I hope you see the point I'm trying to make here, and that is if you're waiting for your life to get bad enough to where you want to change it or that it will change, that's that's not gonna happen. If a homeless dude sleeping under a bridge smelling like a goat is an incentive for that person to change their life, why would you have to go to work 40, 50 hours a week for your entire life to pay off a bunch of bills, to spend every weekend and every waking moment working toward things that bring you relatively marginal levels of energy and inspiration? It's because suckage does not motivate us to live a better life suckage the bad things the things in our life that aren't that enjoyable they don't they don't motivate us to move because the moment we accept those things in our life the condition of our life is the moment we adapt to them we're like well you know this ain't so bad this ain't so bad so how do you get your life moving how do you actually take what you're doing now and make it amazing draw some energy from it and actually find the motivation to change the direction of your life to grab more out of life let's talk about that I talk about how easy it is to do the things we love right it's you know one struggles to get the boat ready to go fishing no one struggles to get the backpacks loaded in the car and make sure the inventory is right so you can go spend a weekend fly fishing at a mountain lake or you don't struggle to get the bikes ready because you got a mountain bike ride coming up right there's a reason we don't struggle to get that those things done in our life and while it might seem like i'm stating the obvious here it's it's worth repeating right the reason we don't have any trouble doing things that inspire us and energize us is because we know the outcome. We, we've experienced that. We understand that. All right. So we know how it feels. And then we know it feels better than where we are right now. And more than that, because we've done it before, we, we, can, we can see how that works. And we just we go right into it. There isn't any apprehension. isn't any fear. When I come at you with this concept, with this idea of living a better life and and living something that's truly amazing, when it comes to your life, what major changes have you experienced in your life prior to this moment right here? You had the blueprint, right? And you had the plan. You looked at everyone around you and said, well, you know, I kind of need a house and this is not bad. So there wasn't any real struggle getting from where you were as a kid to where you are now. And based on the conversation we had about the homeless person, obviously, suckage is not a determining factor in how we take action in our life and our desire to change our life and make it better. Otherwise, there wouldn't be any homeless people. They'd all be in rehab, shelters, they'd be trying to elevate themselves, and that's just not happening. What do a bunch of homeless people have to do with you? Well, the truth is, your life will never be bad enough for you to change it. 
Now, I mean, obviously, there are exceptions, right? If you're a blazing alcoholic and you spend your time punching holes in walls and drinking bottles of whiskey, yeah, there's a point when you might hit a break point and you have to change something. But for the for the most part, if you're Mr. American, if you're if you're Joe Public and you're just hanging out, you live in your American dream, your life will never get bad enough for you to change it. And of course, that's why a young man will get married at 35. He's set his life, his course is set, and very little will change until the day he dies. The key to affecting positive change in your life isn't, isn't waiting for it to get bad enough. The key to affecting change and actually live the amazing life you want to live is creating or looking toward something that's even better than where you are. You ever see someone and they're at the beach, right? Or they're out there at the swimming pool and they're hanging out in the sun and and they're just getting all suntan and pretty soon they end up burned and then the next thing you know, they're over there sitting in the shade. What happened? What what causes that? Well, it's obvious. Where they were got was more uncomfortable, more undesirable than where they went. They went from the sun, they're all burned up and they made a better choice that improved their existence, right? They moved into the shade. Life has to get pretty bad for us to change something about our life based on how bad it is. But when it comes to how good it can be, the only thing that's stopping you from living an amazing life is being able to see the life you want to live, to get excited about where you're going. I woke up this morning and I'm thinking to myself, ah, screw the podcast. Heck with it. I don't I don't need to do that, right? And then the the image pick popped up. See what scares the hell out of me is that I'm gonna be one podcast away from success. And while I mention success, I don't really know what that means. I think it means that someone says, Hey, listen, I think this guy's on to something. When you wake up every day and you have an image in your head of what is what can be. That is the first step to making your life better. It doesn't even matter what it is. It's the idea that we change our thinking to the point we actually wake up and instead of saying or pretending to ourselves or telling ourselves that where we are is the best place on earth, we actually start imagining the best place on earth. And all of a sudden we're like, well, you know, do you, Canyon City, Colorado, is that really the best place on earth? Is this really the best I can do? I got my house and all the junk and I do the thing. Is this really the best I can do? And then you look at the world, you look around you and you go, huh, wait a minute, wait a minute. I don't know, but rock climbing seems pretty. Wait a minute, I don't know, but I'm kind of picking up from Dave Ramsey that living debt free is a better place. Can you imagine what that would be like? The bottom line is you will remain where you are until you can imagine a better place for you to be. Your relationship will continue to be the relationship it is until you take the time to imagine the relationship you could have. Your financial future will remain where it is until you can imagine and visualize something better for it. Something so good that you just can't help yourself. You have to start moving toward it. We become what we think. If you're thinking about where you are now, that is where you will be. If you start thinking about where you can be, you start imagining where you can be, those things in your life you can change to make your life better, 
that's where you will be. If you're not moving forward, if you're not waking up energized about your life, it isn't because that isn't an option for you. It's just simply because you're not thinking about anything to get excited about. Not waking up thinking about what you can do. You're you're busy thinking about what you have to do. How cool would it be to wake up and be like, it was a year ago, a year ago, you got this image in your head you heard this podcast you heard read some book or you just got some idea in your head that you were tired of where you've been for the last six months last six years let's imagine you just pick something and you're like you know that's gonna be that's it i can see it and you share it with your partner and with your family say can you can you see it i mean there we are right we're we're living in the caribbean and we have these jobs but they're not killer jobs they're cool jobs and when we get off of work guess what we get to do we get to play and we get to enjoy and embrace our surroundings if you get that image cooking in your mind if that becomes your new vision for your amazing life guess what you're gonna wake up to an amazing life i just think i wasn't going to do a podcast today i was going to just step away from it i was i was walking away from it right that's only because i lost sight of it lost sight of my image for what i'm trying to do what's my goal it's to help you my goal is to give you the opportunity to maybe think something new, get a new idea about something you believe. Maybe maybe decide that, yeah, you know what, this is, this is okay, but we've been doing this crap for way too long. Maybe sit around, drink a little wine, talk to the person you love about what can be, about things that might improve your life, might add some energy, some excitement back into this thing called life. That's why I'm here. That's why I show up every day. I hope it's helping. I do. I really, I have this feeling inside me that at some point someone's going to say, you know what? He's making sense. We probably should be spending more time doing what we enjoy. It would make us happier. And more than that, it would make us more content with the life we live. I'm just one guy. You don't have to take any of it. You don't have to take all of it. But take a listen to it because I'm sure that within all of this noise, there is something that I have said that will help you live your amazing life. Until next time, my name is Chris Hawkins, and this is Your Best Life Defined.